I've made and lost a lot of friends in my life. Nobody's a stranger to bow, they used to say. But everyone's a stranger once they're in the ground. Do you know what it feels like to be responsible for the deaths of the people you love more than yourself? I used to. But that wound on my bleeding heart scabbed over a long time ago. And this story's all over the place. And it rarely paints me in a good light. And I didn't care. I never said I was a good guy. You think the folks I'm talking about now are the first group I used to adventure with? Far from it. They're just the only ones who survived. And let's just say I used to run away a lot. Most people think I still do. And there's a difference between hiding till the time is right and cowering in fear. I'm not afraid of anything anymore. And I'm past the point of apologizing for what I've done. All I can do now is lay the bricks for a better tomorrow. One lie at a time. The initiative continues with Vivian. The dry Borg towering over the group, glistening metallic legs shining with chemicals and blood, as Dr. Eisenroper laughs a hideous laugh. <laughs> I liked it better when you were screaming in pain. <laughs> Matter of fact. Vivian backs away from the clones that are still crawling across the floor. I believe they're out of reactions. Correct. They done trashed them out. As she backs away, she keeps shaking her head, going over all of the different choices she has, going over how few hit points Din has, but unfortunately she's in the same boat. And placing a hand on her holy symbol, she casts invisibility. (laughs) I finish my movement, which you can't see, and end my turn. Interesting. At the end of your turn, he's going to use one of his legendary actions, mad scientist abilities, to awaken clones. And since he is now reborn as the Dryborg, it once again starts with three. Uh, mm. And that brings it to Dr. Eisenrauper's turn, the Iron Crawler. He uses one of his attacks for the turn to slam a giant mechanical spider leg into Din. Bring it off. As a 16. My AC is 17! He has two more. <laughs> he could have had eight more. So he, he could, you're right. Silver oh, line. The urge to give him eight was strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Ocho. Mm, he don't got it this time. That is a 19. Oh, no, he got it. <laughs> and I need you to make me a strength saving throw. Oh, boy. It probably doesn't matter. It's a nine. Okay. You take 12 points of slashing damage. I'm unconscious. And your body is flung 10 feet across the lab towards two hungry zombies waiting to eat. Uh Uh-oh. And with his horrifying swift movement, he click-clacks 10 feet in the blink of an eye and closes the gap between him and Vernon. He only has one legendary action left because many of them were drained from the destruction of the dragon's tethers, but he will use it to charge this attack against you. That is a 21 to hit. That'll do. Right where I want him. You take nine slashing and three electric damage. Bow before my glorious science. You're going to have to do a lot better than that for me to bow. And that, in fact, makes it Vernon's turn. I have crawled through trash and gutters, and I do not feel shame, but I will not bow to a pest like you. Mm. (laughs) 
Le You made Max go full French. <laughs> the only appropriate counter to a German. It's true. Vernon is going to be using his rust monster carapace shield to deflect some attacks while circling around Dr. Eisenwalper to get a little bit more into the middle of the room. And then Vernon is going to reach into his compartment pouch, pick out a marinated cranium rat skull (laughs) and break it. The stored psychic energy is going to give a jolt to all his friends. I'm going to cast aid, giving five HP to, first of all, my cop dop. Thank you. Second of all, myself. Then crud will receive a little jolt of energy. All of which are quite low on health. All single digis. Mm. Anything else on your turn? Well, fuck me, I guess. Now is not the time for that. (laughs) That is it. All right. Dr. Eisenrauper, at the beginning of the new turn, will use his first legendary mad scientist action of the turn to have all of the clones attack. I hate it. Two of them will slide forward and attempt to pummel the prone cop. They have advantage. One hits. The other hits. Oh, God. I don't think that four HP is going to do you. I got five now. Hey. You take nine. I got none now. Sorry. (laughs) Better than fucking four failed death saves. One of them is going to beat its fist against crud. A 17? Does not hit. Ah, so close. 18. So close. And then two are going to attempt to hit Wiley as he's racing at incredible speed across the laboratory floor. That is a crit and a 20. Uh, of oh course it is. Oh my God, Good what is happening with these Goopy gumdrops. He's juicing his dice. <laughs> Shameful. Uh, with, one, with them both being halved, that's a total of seven points of bludgeoning damage. Heh. Suck my ass. They're trying. And the last one's going to sneak around and try to bop Vernon from the other side of Dr. Eisenrauper. He is now tall enough that it can kind of slide between his legs and just try to bop at you. A critical! What the fuck? Damn. This is insanity. It's meant to be. Thanks for all your healing, cleric. (laughs) You take eight bludgeoning. Perfect. Our sponsor tonight is TPK. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. After Dr. Eisenrauper and the zombies for this one, it is now Wiley's turn. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action to disengage, and then I'm going to charge this shithead with a good old-fashioned reckless attack right to the stupid noggin. That's what we like to see. Well, I probably can't reach his noggin. To some part of him. The juiciest part. There's a lot of juicy parts. A lot of tubes happening. Could I please, sir, have some crit? 17 and 18. All right. I mean, they're juicy rolls. Yep, an 18 plus 7. Yes, I'm thinking oh, yes. that's going to do you. Can't follow it up with a secondary dagger attack, but I certainly can hit him with my sneak attack damage. Oh, yeah. Fucking bupkis. 114 one, oh, on the dice. No. Uh-oh. Plus 6 makes a total of 12. The good news is he resists a lot of damage, but you have a magic blade. I oh. do. One of the few remaining in the city. (laughs) Once a legendary blade, now a shanking knife. Exactly. I think that is the end of my turn. You cut through some of the wires between his joints and one of his legs starts to thrash up and down uncontrolled. That brings us to the lair action. (gasps) Lair action. He's going to, he's he's getting a little low on spell slots as well. Um, Thank the fuck Christ. (laughs) 
he is going to attempt to attack Crud with a cantrip. As one of his eight legs flicks the end of it and a little bolt of fire comes flying out of it. Single digit. Unfortunately, he has disadvantage because he is surrounded by y'all and he misses with a 10. You realize as the flame hits one of the broken tanks that the fluid inside is somewhat flammable. And that tank begins to smolder and boil. I am terrified at the thought of crud taking fire damage for the smell that would come out afterward. That would smell real bad. (laughs) That is going to bring us to the dragon's turn. Hey! (gasps) Don't worry, it's okay. Somebody threw out like a whole dozen scented candles. Oh, sick. It's going to be fine. Unfortunately, they're all garbage scented. Mm. (laughs) So... He is going to continue to use his athletics check to try to break free from the restraints, but since he has already succeeded with several of them, the DC is lower than it was. Yeah, he's doing fine. Uh, So that was five. He is now down to three points. How many restraints did they put on this bad boy? Enough. (laughs) Mechanically, exactly enough to represent the eight mad scientist points he uses Uh... to power his ship. Because that's his magic battery, baby. The magic number. I mean... You need eight restraints on a dragon. It's Four true. legs, tail, mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. wings. Yep. But any more assistance Dude. or a turn of his own, he will likely break free completely. <gasps> that brings us to Din. Dinner is served. I get to make a death save. Please do. 13. I pass hey, one. That's Boop. one. I'm slightly less dead than I was last turn, and that's all I got. Slightly less dead. Slightly <laughs> less. All right. That brings us to... A new initiative entry. Wily, there is a sharp pain in your chest as you feel claws pushing as hard as they can and the bag rips open as the cat spills to the ground. Giddy! <gasps> it's too dangerous here! <laughs> as the cat's eyes flash for just a moment, all four of you, including Vivian, are affected with false life for 12 hit points. Oh, shit. DM interpretation here. Usually temporary hit points don't get you up from unconscious. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts. I would say if you succeed on your death saves to the point where you don't die, you'll just come back at one hit point and then have the 10. So you're still unconscious until you come to. You're just delirious right now. Okay, sick. But should you hit zero, you will have those temporaries. Thank you. And that brings us to Vivian. He's saving his layer actions because they're getting far and few between. Din, you feel hands on your chest. Mm. As... The life energy that Viv has been siphoning from your enemies begins to pour into you. Get that day of sex. Mm. <laughs> you regain 14 hit points. <laughs> and Viv is now visible next to you. Hey. Hey. I was almost vivisected. Mm. <laughs> I honestly kind of thought you might have just dipped the fight and I would have been pretty cool with that. Yeah. Uh. Not my uh, fucking problem. You know, if it wasn't for that cat healing, well, uh, I, I cast Cure Wounds instead of Raise Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different things. Very good. Uh, anything else on your turn besides becoming visible and healing Din? I wish I could. Thank you. All right. At the end of your turn, he will use... One of his last few mad scientist actions to make the zombies, the clones, if you will, attack. One of the six clones that's moving into the center of the lab to attack does pass through the threat range of crud. That garbage heap is trained and hungry. That's going to be a 23 to hit. 
That hits. Mm. And just as be clear, the false life unfortunately did not affect crud. Oh, that's fine. That heap don't sleep. That is going to be five points of damage. All right. That is not enough to have to trigger his bioengineered fortitude, but it does enough to hurt him real bad. Man, Trash Baby's going to eat a delicious halfling dinner tonight. A lot of teeth. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of little rotten fingies. Toes. Um, that's going to be two attacks on the prone din. Bring it on. I need to stop. No, don't bring it on. Bring it off. Every time you said that, I've rolled quite well. I know. Uh, none of those hit your ABC. Oh, that's advantage. I'm sorry. The yeah. first one misses, and the second one hits. That's okay. For six points of bludgeoning. Ow. One of them is going to be on Vivian, who is now visible. That is a horrible miss, as that one just kind of slips and bumps into your ankles, belly up, looking up at you confused. What? <laughs> and one of them is going to grab at the ankles of Wiley, trying to squeeze the blood out of you. Drain that snake. That is a 20 total. Dirty 20. I will take it. You take a total of two points. Hey. And one is going to slide around and attempt to bonk Vernon. That is another dirty 20 to hit. That's going to do it. Actually, that's a 19. I apologize. Bonky V. Three points of bludgeoning damage to Vernon. All right. As the clones are now under every foot, surrounding you completely. The smell of them is overwhelming. The sight of them is disgusting. The fact that they're moving of their own volition is terrifying. And Eisenrauber laughs. That false life <laughs> saved me. <laughs> you missed an attack on Crud. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Same team. <laughs> <laughs> the clone that attempts to hit Crud misses horribly, unable to penetrate his garbage AC. And that brings it to Eisenroper's turn proper. Oh, no. He's going to make three... Attacks with his giant mechanical legs. Which three the dice will decide? Uh oh. Because you're all very good targets right now. Zombie, zombie, and zombie. Oh, sorry. Din, clone, din, clone, clone. <laughs> Vernon, Wiley, and Din. Oh, no. Ugh. I'll roll the first one with advantage because you're still prone. Yep. That is a 19 on the dice. That's so going to hit. Definitely a hit. Nine points of piercing damage. Ooh, good thing I had temporary hit point. And another advantage on Wiley because you are stabbing as recklessly as one can. I ah. A total of 22. Hey, that'll do it. Shocker. A total of five halved. Hey. And then one at Vernon. No advantage. But that is a 24 to hit. He's on fire. Seven points of piercing. As you are skewered. (laughs) This will be a brighter tomorrow. I will usher in a new destiny for Dungeon City with my science. Top of the initiative, Vernon. You can smell the smoke lingering and burning from inside of one of the vaults as it spreads to the next. Smoke is beginning to fill the lab air. Seems familiar. Somebody get the big kitty free! (laughs) That was a very effective meow. Vernon is going to grab the attachment on the back of his shield. It's a little bit of a grick tentacle with a suction cup. Interesting. You know, it's got all those little suction suctioning bits. Oh, yeah. I'm going to slap it on one of the legs of this drider, this bio drider, this bi- dry dorg. Dry borg. Dry borg. And then start running around entangling this thing. I'm going for an entangling strike. Okay. Yeah. So what is the save for this spell? Well, I got to hit first. Sure, sure. Going to be a twin. It's going to be a 14. <laughs> that, that is That's a, a wild vastly swing. Vastly different number. I know, I know. Unfortunately, 14 does not connect with his armor. Cool. And next one is a natural one. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. 
you are slapping suction cups of these legs, but you're not finding any purchase. They are planted strong and true. That's the end of my turn. You are now beneath the beast. Yeah. He's just snapping through all the little twine and shit I have on there. He's going to save his layer action, which will bring us to Wiley. I don't think a grapple's going to do me a lot of good here, so I'm just going to go ahead and unleash an onslaught of slasheroos. Okay. Reckless. 18 on the die, plus 7. That hits. Excellent. And then I'm going to come at him with my little dagger, just in case. It's 14 plus 7 for 21. That hits. Hot juice. Feel it. And the first one gets a sneak attack. Oh, yeah. God, I, I cannot roll these sneak attack dice <laughs> for shit. So that is 8 plus 6. So that's something. Mm -hmm. 14 is the actual number. <laughs> Let me try that again. Um... And then I'm going to do an extra 1d4 for two. That's not nothing. Also two from Raging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot my two from Raging. So add four on top of that. So 16 and four. Hey. You are cutting at every piston joint you can find, digging your knife into the most vulnerable spots of this delicate, terrifying mechanical body. And that brings us to the layer action. He will, in fact use his automated arcana. Uh, you see him slam a button into his chest and part of the skin of his upper body begins to plate over with small, almost nanotech pieces of metal as if they're growing over him uh, as though they're protecting him magically. Fuck. And that brings us to the dragon. <gasps> He's roaring. <laughs> like a jet. Another critical... Hell Jesus. yeah. Can this thing come fucking eat the drider? This is a little fucked up, but it's definitely what's happening. <laughs> I need Vernon and Wiley to roll me a dexterity saving. Hey, I got advantage <laughs> on that. <laughs> Natural 20. Woo! 23. Woo! Thank the maker for that. There is the sound of snapping chains and leather and the flushing of fluids as the last tubes attached to the dragon's torso tear free. Its eyes have been removed. Its jaw is near-wired shut, and its limbs have been cut at the joints. But its body, thrashing with the weight of its tail holding it upright, in a blind rage, faces towards the chaos and emits a huge cone of electricity starting in the corner of the lab and working its way this direction, ending on the Dryborg and the two of you that roll. And I should hope the uh, clones as well? Oh, yeah, the two clones that are in the line are just, they're just dead. <laughs> they're, ju they're just dead. <laughs> Even if they roll really good, they're instantly vaporized. I accept. Also, every tank on this side of the board from there forward explodes in a huge gout of fire, fluid pouring everywhere. You're telling me these little Bilbo Sagans can't, like, tough it out from a dragon blast? I hate Bilbo Sagan a lot. I, I don't. <laughs> Keep saying it. So I'm just going to do standard default breath weapon damage. Good. So you both take 15, like, sweet fuck. And the Dryborg takes 30. Holy butts. Oh, if I didn't have that false life, that would be my fucking game. I had 32 on me. How much false life did I add? 12. Excellent. Excellent. I will note that I have three left. It's a very Watch. good cat. <laughs> very good cat. There are moves to make, but Vernon falls. Oh, no. The smoke becomes thick, almost to the point where you can't see through it anymore. All you can hear is the clicking of mechanical spider legs 
the shrieking of pain from Dr. Eisenrauper and the roars of agony from the blinded dragon. Same team, bud, same team. This is not my bet tomorrow. Execute Operation D1S 1NT1GR8. Uh-oh. And a klaxon alarm begins to blare as the entire lab is filled with glowing lights, all of the wires and tubes running along the floor, heating up before the lab goes up in smoke. Some folks you feel worse about killing than others. Is it because they're monsters? I fear the day that becomes a bad thing. You see, we're all monsters. And denying that, or giving that title to others, that just proves it. Beaks in your attic, salamanders in your cellar, boule in your bathroom. When it comes to invasive pests of all shapes and sizes, there's only one exterminator who's got the tools for the job. Don't let hooked horrors hobble your happy birthday, when to go, waste your wedding, or methods mess up your mitzvah. Avoid infestation with the best man in the business. He's helped me and he can help you too. Decimus Extermination Services. You can trust the professional. Hey all you cuties. Welcome to the finale of Dungeon City. The feedback I've been getting on this project is really positive, and I want to personally thank you for taking your time to listen and give my silly little story a chance. I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed recording it. If you did and want to return the favor, you can always let us know by joining the Patreon. You'll get all the music I commissioned for Dungeon City as a reward starting today, but that's just a drop in the bucket compared to all the LUQ bonus content we have there. If you can't swing that, telling friends, leaving reviews, and tagging us on social media is the next best thing. Helping us grow just means more and more projects like this are coming down the road. You're the ones who make that possible. But that's enough out of me. Let's find out how the story ends. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Bo, are you in this story at all? How do you know all this stuff? Well, trust me. It's best not to ask questions. Just wait and see what happens next.
We are now entering a one-turn skill challenge to escape from the lab ah. before it explodes. Fuck. We'll go in the same initiative order I already have. Vernon, unfortunately, is unconscious. Yes, but when I am un unconscious, crud gets to act. Oh, crud will be your <laughs> if you want surrogate to... skill challenger. If you could want to allow. I not just like it, I love it. Mm -hmm. Which will make us start with Vernon, a.k.a. Crud. <laughs> There's a protocol for this as well. Take out the trash? It's, <laughs> yes, it's called take out the trash. <laughs> um, it involves Crud washing over me and Iron Man weekend of burning me. Yeah. <laughs> out of here. I love that. Weekend at Iron Man. Uh, this can either be an athletics from Crud, or if you want, I guess, like a tinkerer's tools. This is you counting on the protocol that you have put into Crud. Yeah. So I'm going to have you do your, your tinkering check. Mm. You're trusting your own handiwork. Hangies. That is a 10. A 10. Uh-oh. Important number to note. Next, we have Wiley. So I am still raging. Do I get advantage on my athletics? Yes. Beautiful. Using my incredible rage strength, I am going to pick Din up since he is in such bad shape and just start running him towards the exit. Come on, you piece of shit. Roast pig's not on the menu tonight. It's a one five. What is your total with the five? The five, blessedly, is plus nine. So I actually hit 14 on that one. Okay. Does that pass? Okay. We'll find out. <laughs> Next up is Din. Din has been up and down closer to the threshold of death more often than he would like today. Din is going to trust his eyes and try to see through the smoke, the flame, and the chemical distortion, making the most important perception check of his entire life. Thirteen. Where are we going, nuts? I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that way. Vivian. Viv has watched crowds flee from disaster more times than she would like to admit. And she knows how important it is not to jam up the exit points. She uses insight to make sure that her companions flow through these doorways as seamlessly as possible, knowing full well how each of them acts in crisis. Fourteen. <sighs> All right. This was not a skill challenge versus successes and failures. Anyone who got a 10 or lower does not escape. Jeez. That's fine. You find the rear entrance, a kind of loading bay leading to the filthy beaches of the wargs, flooded with dark green water from Dungeon Bay. You emerge the laboratory in a cloud of smoke, coughing and wheezing, eyes burning, there are more explosions behind you. The sun starts to creep over the horizon. Morning already. Raindrops hiss against the molten steel of the imploded factory, and the remaining chemical pockets burst into flame, shooting glass and debris outward. One of you didn't make it. You trudge on as far as you can towards safety. One last eruption emits a thick black cloud upward from it, firing like an arrow, is a bronze shape, draped with wires and dripping blood. The dragon struggles to stay airborne, body weak from constant drugging and relentless draining, limbs cut, eyes removed. 
It spirals and teeters in the air, experiencing one last moment of freedom. The sunlight on its scales. A taste of the clouds. Before plummeting into the distant water, leaving nothing but a chemical cloud in its wake. Somebody's got eyes. Where is he? Uh, Viv, did you get... No, I was... I thought I was the last one out. <laughs> if he was gonna go, that's the way he would've wanted it. I thought Crud got him. Fuck! I dropped in. <laughs> you look back, realizing there's no chance of re-entry. There's nothing left to save. <sighs> what the fuck do we have to show for it? I don't even... We don't even know if that was the guy who did this. We got proof. We got evidence that can shake what this city takes for granted to its core. It'll shape the upcoming election. We can change things for good. I fucking quit. With her hands, she breaks the scryphone in two and hurls it into the ocean. Mm. Battered and bruised, dark truths haunting your mind. There's nothing to do but head back towards town. You're not sure what comes next, but there's really only one direction to walk. The sun seems to be taking its time raising today. But this morning hangs in doubt. Some say it's the dungeon master himself who dictates the rise and fall. But nobody knows for sure. The rain stings your wounds, and the trickle turns into a steady downpour. You don't walk for too long before you leave the warehouse district of the Lorgs and reach Staff Island. If anyone comes to this horrid beach, it's by the way of the long boardwalks, carnival booths, and food vendors. There, out on a single pier, Watching the sun rise as a silhouette of a familiar figure. He's far away, but you'd know Bo anywhere. Where the fuck have you been? He takes off his hat and turns to face you all. Hey, gang. <laughs> Rough night, huh? Look, we did what needed to be done. You did what needed to be done. Evidence means nothing when your opponent has no limited power. I had to show you the truth in person, step by step, no loose ends, because there's only one force of power strong enough to stop the sickness that's trying to take over. Stronger than the holy towers, stronger than the street gangs, stronger than the lumbering beasts on the borders. This one's master, he points to the white cat following you. Whatever he sees, his master sees. Before it was just a political struggle. But now Leish has all the fuel he needs to wage a personal war against Hearthwell before the election's done. And I don't like tropes, but the lesser of two evils kind of seems like that sort of situation. The Monster Designation Act would end everything. It would be the last straw, one step too far towards the inhuman evil that we all pretend we ain't walking on. That was a plan. One last gambit to set things right, at least for a while. Was it worth it? Hell if I know. But thank you. Thank all of you. You're the best friends I ever had. And I regret every moment we sped apart. I'm glad you all made lives of yourselves. But I miss us. Nothing feels the same. No thrill. 
No success or failure hits like it did when we worked together. And we've lost that forever now. I've lost a friend, and that's a bad trade to me. But this was never about me. I punch him in the face. (laughs) As your fist impacts his cheek, you find not flesh and bone and skull, but a cold, wet impact, freezing cold. Something about the combination of the rain and the rising sun. He seems to be shrinking. Not shrinking. Bo is melting. I'm sorry I couldn't invite you to my funeral, Viv. Kind of snuck up on me. And unlike Hothwell, not all of us can afford clones to carry out our work. Best I could scrounge up was this uh, crummy simulacrum. Real short lifespan. Just long enough to see this whole mess to its end. So, uh, tell me, gang. Would you stand here with me? Watch the sun rise over what could be a new tomorrow? I won't say better. I won't say brighter. I can't even promise different. Hell, even if it just stays the same for a while. We've at least done something. Without much strength left in his body... Din makes his way over toward the edge of the dock, sits, and dangles his feet off. A lot of remembrances today. I couldn't ask to be in better company. I should have saved him. I could have saved him. I don't know why I grabbed you. It's fucking stupid. <sighs> he sits down next to Din. Din will throw an arm over his shoulder and say, Today we're both stupid. I don't suppose anyone got away with any bottles from the bar. I reach into my papoose and shake a last little vial of white gorgon that had squirreled away for a rainy day. Ah, there you go. Just like the old days. Viv takes a seat beside her companions. The cat jumps up onto the handrail around the pier, paces back and forth. As though waiting for something. Hey, Leish. I know you're watching. Think we could do something about this ankle bracelet? Hey, uh, hey, Din. Huh? I think the precinct needs another medical examiner. Gods know this city has plenty of skeletons. I think we always have openings. But after what comes to light, I doubt the force will have much funding anymore. This had our name written all over it. I know I still need to do right, but I don't know what shape that takes anymore. But whatever I do, I do it for all of you. I do it for Vernon. I do it for that son of a bitch back there. Whatever I do, I gotta set something right. As the last of the once great band of heroes sits on the edge of the pier, watching the sun rise over the chartreuse waters of Dungeon Bay. The remaining echoes of bloodshed and violence dissipate from the city streets, silenced by the blaring alarms emitting from the finger of fate. People race for their homes, dive into dumpsters, shutter their windows and throw down their weapons. Three long black airships drift out from the highest reaches of the finger, looming like storm clouds ridden by the very gods. The alarms ring out like a chorus in the Cathedral of Power. The ominous triad of humming iron and wood 
creep over the Halo District, past the slums, and out towards the bay, stopping in unison, blocking out the sun, and casting out beams of spotlights to illuminate the three figures on the boardwalk, and the last few drops of cold melted snow slide through the wooden cracks and into the imprisoned sea. That, folks, was the test run for Dungeon City. Oh, That's woo. fucking a test run. Very cool. Well, you know, Hell we don't know if we're going to do anything else with it. I, everything's a test run. I love it. Fucking Dungeon City, man. That we, was so fucking good. That was wild. Yeah, I think you could package that up and run it as a one shot. Right? Yeah, I could yeah, see it. Absolutely. Like, I think people would pay for that. Man. Fuck Bo. <laughs> I want to. I really want to do more genre games with y'all. Like, Hell yeah. I, it's just so fucking fun. Like, you know, with the uh, with the what is it called? Um, the the trip arc uh, mm -hmm. in luck. Mm -hmm. The the fucking Wuxia pirate bit. Like every yeah. time we do genre shit, it's just the funnest stuff. It's yeah, it's a good time. We get to cut loose and be a little fucking goofy, but mm -hmm. like carry it well. And the stakes are low enough that you can just get wild. Yeah. But in yeah. this game, the stakes were high. Yes. Yeah, they fucking were. Near the end, there was a strong chance that one or more of you would have died. I ah, am so sorry happen. I didn't grab you. I genuinely. That doesn't matter. I wasn't paying attention to how much you rolled, and I thought that I thought that Crud had you. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's good. He's good. He's encased in garbage. It'll be fine. One <laughs> of us, one of us had to die. Yeah. No, that's like looking back and metagaming at the same time. It's like very irrelevant. If uh, if the cat hadn't given us that healing, I would have dipped. Oh, yeah. I think y'all would have dipped. I would have been fucked. You would have dipped as in you would have just left? Yeah. Hell okay, yeah. How many hit points were you oh, at? I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, when it gave me the HP? Yeah, before that. Uh, Zero. Okay, because I was at three, hey. and we were staring down like five of these zombies. Yeah, we fucked And all were. I could think of is like, if I go in and heal you, uh, I'm going to get dropped. If I heal myself, I'm probably also going to get dropped. If I deal damage, I'm going to get dropped. I, I, I thought, like, all I can do, and invisibility is a free spell for me because mm. I have uh, shadow touched. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Also, so it's like, it's kind of gnarly, bittersweet that it was technically the dragon that killed Vernon. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the no. one that dropped you to zero, so you couldn't roll your own skill to escape. If, if anybody had to die, it was Vernon, right? I mean, I would have never but, guessed any of them. Like, none of them had any more story leverage to die than any other one. They all made sense at some point. Yeah. Absolutely. That anyway. was That was lethal. That was good. That was, that was fucking good. hard. Loved that. God, if if Viv had, had died, I think what would have happened is just like, you know, like a black van would have pulled up, some corporate necromancers would have come out, like, <laughs> raised her as, like, a fucking skeleton or a zombie and just been like, see, see you on Monday. <laughs> Drive God. off. You've been demoted to intern. Right. Oh, that's bleak. I love it. Yeah. Little little simulacrum flavor thrown in. That, that was, was fucking excellent. I had notes. I was like, if someone hugs him, describe this. If someone hits him, describe this. <laughs> uh, very good. Any any overall story for your momos, I guess? Or... or we just want to talk about. Well, I mean, I really like the visual of the the crippled dragon slugging about, and then breath yeah, weaponing really cool. like in a line going through tanks and tanks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, 
it was, it was good because that's like the mad scientist lab. Yeah, it was well constructed. I kept thinking like, you know, I was trying to think about like, what's up with this cat? What role does this play in it? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't think about like, the oh, familiar. the cat's bugged. Yep. Yeah, my <laughs> first instinct was like, oh, it's Bo in, in cat form or whatever. You know? mm, interesting. Yeah. I thought of that too. When I saw the picture of the of Leish <laughs> with the cat, I was like, oh, familiar. Yeah. Oh, camera. I knew I I wasn't exactly sure where it was going, but like government I put a couple cat. pieces together. <laughs> yeah. I love and, love government spy cat. And your police uh, instinct was to make a body cam. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. you could like show them the physical evidence. They'd be like, "This is nothing." Yeah, Leish saw it with his own eyes. Yeah, so good. I felt very good about my interactions with the cat in retrospect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, I fucking I love. I was very proud of the moment of just being like, "Hey, can we get something done about this?" He's going to call you and he's just going to be like, "You did good. I need a cat sitter." Uh, <laughs> you're all going to join the police force and I'm going to be his like personal aide or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if you're the most powerful arcanist familiar, you're still a kitty cat. I'm going to be out of town for a few weeks. Come feed the cat. <laughs> I am not going to forget the fucking visual of the half-formed smiling clones. Mm. That's very good, very mm-hmm. strong. I like that a lot. I did. I just wish I had more bonus actions to step on them. <laughs> I think Kinky. that you can do that as a free action. Hello. You have five feet of movement to do that. Some politicians pay for that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so just so I'm understanding this correctly, the, the real Hearthwell was being controlled by the doctor. Oh, I mean, the or we doc- don't know. No, no. The, well, there's a bit to know. The uh, a, an alliance between some of the holy towers and the police force created Bo. I mean, created Hearthwell to be the perfect candidate to beat Lich. Gotcha. And this was the lab they made him in. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the strong proprietors and believers in this was Doctor gotcha. Eisenhower. Gotcha, gotcha. So good. And he would have been fine because he's just an elf. Monster <laughs> Act doesn't ruin his life. He's just a guy. Just your normal, perfectly average elf. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's cool as hell. I man, I I haven't been DM'd by you very often, Law, and I've been domed by you even less. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate every opportunity that comes up for one of those things. Get on your knees <laughs> and roll a d twenty. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go around and say who we is real quick because this is our last episode. I. M. Zachary Golden, twing, ha, proprietor of Wiley Doorknocker or Willoughby Doorknocker, as he is known to his mom. I fucking loved this character and his parole officer. I fucking love playing this character. I loved this thing, and uh, I really enjoy being the technical director for Slapdash Studios. Mm-hmm. I'm Angelo Kaluug. I played Vernon Decimus. The Trash Ranger. And Crud. With a cruddy buddy. Mm-hmm. Crud. What a good friend. Mm-hmm. Stinky little best friend. Stinky little guy. I am Max Hobbs. I played Detective Din Allman. The Coppelganger or Doppelgangster. I don't think he was sure the whole time. The Dick Nut. The Dick Nut. Um, fun fact, Din in Welsh means man as in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, all man. Man, all man. Yep. <laughs> man, oh man. Uh, you can find me in Dungeon Master Max pretty much everywhere online or in person. If you scream it out to a tree, I'll show up eventually. Okay. Uh, I 
have been part of Slapdash playing Woosh Up for a little while now. I don't know what else to say, so hey, Dana. I am Dana Ebert. I played Vivian Deathrow, the death cleric, who, uh, sorry there wasn't more healing, not a grave cleric. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Slight difference between those two. And uh, yeah, I don't have much of a social media presence anymore uh, since the the fall of Twitter and the rise of X, but I I am around and, you know, we're, we're open a brewery. As of the episode, as of this episode, I believe you'll be open. Uh, October 28th, official full open date to the public. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Uh, if you're in the Portland area, swing by. Yes, indeed. And Dana, that's totally understandable. We all have a hard time talking to our ex. <laughs> <laughs> I call it Twix. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. Uh, my name's Law Johnson. I was the city master. Mm. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be a fun term for... The DMs for Dungeon City. City planner. Mm. <laughs> I was city the planner. mayor. <laughs> yeah. I was the mayor. And writer of this little Dungeon City story. Had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to sharing some of the maps and assets and art and especially the music. The commission tracks I love. So I listen to them all the time. I really do. Hell yeah. Um, so those will be on the Patreon probably after this goes up to you and for you to just enjoy and play it whatever you want. But thank you so much for Bree for making this map and the one before. They're both really top notch. The so color good. work is great. Can't wait to share them with the fans. And also thank you to Hediger the Editor for editing these episodes. Also, if this is the kind of content you really enjoy and if these little side notes really excite you, go ahead and let us know. Because like, if something like this gets enough traction, we could easily create a new podcast entirely based on it. So just throw LUQ in the trash. Exactly. (laughs) No, I mean, Slapdash is always looking for a good reason to start more content. It's always good to hear from you, the fans. So if you enjoyed this, let us know as soon as you can in the Discord or just send us an email or pigeon. Seven's in chat for Goblin Hospital. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, Can I get an invite to Pigeon? (laughs) But anyway, we hope you had a good time. We look forward to the feedback. And uh, until next time, the city got real shitty. (laughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs)